Yo, 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 we are live. What up, KK? What's up, everybody? Listening to the Fair with the podcast. You are joined by your boy. Um, what I can give myself a Nigerian. You're joined by Omo Coyote today, and I also have Sammy, Alex, and Vic on the show. Uh, just gonna kick things off. Just say one thing Nigeria, no, Nigeria, no, they finished last. All right, so. That's all I gotta say. You know, you know, we won away. We are one away from winning the African Cup. Sammy told me to be a believer. Boy, I'm believing now. I'm believing now. Sammy. Sammy. Sammy said, be a believer. KK said, I'm gonna go get my hat. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'll give it to KK. He did warn us. He did warn us that they always have talent that never played together. So I, I showed him these guys are because I was I was weary at first because I was like, they have the talent. Let me see if KK's right. And he proved Everybody, they proved everybody wrong. They played together. Like Victor, I saw Victor playing defense today, and I was like, "That's crazy, bro! Like that's crazy, man." Yeah, that's something that doesn't normally happen, (laughs) especially international games with us. It's just, it's annoying. But you know, we we got the country on on our back this time. Like you know, basketball. I remember I was watching uh, us play against Carmelo Anthony once, and he had like ten threes in that game in the Olympics. <laughs> it was he had like forty nine points. It was crazy. So I can't rely on basketball, and uh, that's all we got: basketball and soccer. So you know that's that's what we're known for in Nigeria. You want to know why Hakeem Olajuwon's footwork was so great? My man was playing soccer, football. Excuse me, he was playing football from from birth, and that's what you do in Nigeria. So when you see all these big Nigerians that do well and like. That have good footwork in basketball, uh, for you uh, in the NFL. A lot of that comes from the kind of training you get as a soccer player. I, I for one, was not able to cut it, um, so I don't have I don't have the good feet works. <laughs> but anyway, uh, thanks for choosing us again. We're here. We're live. Um, a Rod, I'm gonna start with you. You know, I want to know what's going on in your life right now. You know, what 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 what's something that you've seen in the news or in the lights or you know, something that just keeps that's, that's crazy to you or wacky or whatever. Um, it's pertaining to this Taylor Swift, uh, Travis Kelsey bullshit is what it is, man. And it's that the taper fade is like the new, <laughs> in her, like, like men haven't been getting it. Like, like I haven't been getting this shit forever, man. Okay. And it ain't because of Travis Kelsey. I've been getting the fade since I was seven. <laughs> exactly. So if anything, I got to give Travis Kelsey his flowers, his, yeah. his props for saying, I didn't make this shit famous. I just this is what I get. So the new whoever's whoever's writing these articles for the New York Times, like I would literally sit them down and be like, are you like a big Taylor Swift fan? Like, are you really have the hots for Travis Kelsey? What is it? Because these articles you're putting out, they're stupid. And I'm already already (laughs) expecting the Super Bowl to be like the the text message I sent you. Taylor Swift uh, shows us a great American pastime that we've been neglecting for so many years, and she's called it the Super Bowl. It is the the game between the two best teams in football, and she's made this great uh, game once again revolutionized for us to all watch. Like, get the fuck out of here with this nonsense. Or the man. wave. She going she gonna to recreate the wave. Oh, my God, have you seen that before? The crowd is all doing this motion called the wave. <laughs> So you're looking forward to a Taylor, a Taylor free weekend or a Taylor Pack weekend? Oh, I told you, I told you what's gonna happen, man. Halftime show. <laughs> Halftime show. She's coming up, man. Is she coming down like on a parachute? You know what I'm saying? Like coming from Japan, like, okay, I'm here. You know, that'll be dope. That'll be dope. But I need to uh, max spin. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yo. What's up, brother? How you doing? Hey, guys. How's it going? You know, man. Technical difficulties. One moment. They uh, now move on to the next round, I believe, to face Chelsea. I'm not sure. I think Chelsea. Uh, in the next round of the FA starts. Cup. So Matt Turner with two saves, uh, penalty saves, uh, that uh, got them going. And then, of course, Vic, we got Joe Reyna's. Start that from the top. We had a little technical difficulty, but I fixed it. Okay, now we're back. Wait, from all the way, from all the way to the top? Uh, from where you, where he kicked it off to you, where he handed it off to you. Oh, yeah. So, anyway, uh, Matt Turner the floor is uh, yours. came in, uh, <laughs> made two penalty saves uh, to uh, advance Nottingham Forest to the next round of the FA Cup. Uh, as we know, he's dropped down in the pecking order, uh, Nottingham Forest, so it's good to see that uh, he actually had a strong game. Uh, Joe Reyna had his debut over the weekend at Nottingham Forest. He looked uh, immensely better than uh, pretty much anybody else on the pitch there. So love, uh, love, uh, love to see it. But uh, yeah, good, good stuff for Yanks to bribe this this week. <laughs> perfect, perfect. All right, Mr. Sammy, uh, Mr. Technical Difficulty himself, what you got, brother? My bad, everyone. I accidentally exited Skype and that caused everything to crash. But it's all good. We're good. Um, the only thing that I want to say is I want to give a crazy, crazy shout out to the Jordan National Soccer Team. This is the furthest they've ever made it to an Asian Cup. They are coached by a Moroccan and they are in the Asian Cup final. They just beat South, South Korea in the semifinal to make it to the final against the 2019 champions of Asia, Qatar. So this is going to be a crazy crazy final so i'm pretty excited about that i mean we, we've got great finals all around man i mean we got the african cup final you know like kk told me earlier you know it's all west africa we got cote d'ivoire against nigeria on sunday i believe and then you got uh jordan and qatar pretty much the arab powerhouses right now duking it out in asia so yeah man if you're not tuning into international soccer you're really missing out it's been crazy tournaments and a korean team coached by former usmnt coach Jurgen Klinsman. Okay. Look at look at Team USA making impacts. Look at him. Look at him. <laughs> um, do I have anything? Oh, wait, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's been a lot of you know stuff. Uh, I still want to talk about last week Monday. How was that raw? Still one of the greatest days of my entire life. <laughs> Pause. At raw? At raw. I didn't say I went raw. I said I was at raw. <laughs> we can pause that one then. <laughs> But no, I just, you know, I and then on Friday, what kind of well, what pissed me off on Friday was that um, uh, The Rock was on SmackDown, and I was like, bro, you couldn't come to Raw. That should have been that, me. That was, uh, and, and about USF, I'm gonna let my naysayers know later about USF. So you can just you go hold on to that one. Trust me, <laughs> I'm gonna let my naysayers know. All right, but let's kick things off. Um, Vic is is so is ready for football to be over. So this is gonna be the preview show of the Super Bowl, and then when they we will do we'll figure out who wins, and then next week, that's it, brother. And you know, but you know the NFL never stops. We gonna get into free agency trades. Oh, I can't drafts. wait! I can't wait to be so <laughs> mad on this podcast about the draft. I can't wait. <laughs> oh, yeah, big is fun. It's, it's fun, okay. <laughs> but as we as we get ready for the Super Bowl, um, we have the. 
Kansas City Chiefs uh, taking on the San Francisco 49ers. Has anybody been paying attention to the uh, media days? Because I've, I've only heard, uh, I know about the Travis Kelsey with the fade thing. And then um, what's his name? Kadarius Tony was saying something like, can, can somebody fill me in? What's going I, on this week? Well, I, I yeah. can tell you the best part of, uh, of media week so far has been the reporter just bluntly asking Patrick Mahomes how he feels about his dad getting arrested. Um, <laughs> I, that was uh, extremely fucked up, uh, but I guess that's journalism. Um, and and uh, the Kadarius Tony thing. I mean, Andy Reid went off on Kadarius Tony. Uh, so uh, I'll let one of these guys fill you in on the exact words, but uh, it went to the effect of "We don't fucking need this dude." Damn. <laughs> yeah, somebody asked Kadarius. Someone asked Kadarius Tony if he's a wide receiver. One, he said, "When they throw me the ball." That was his response. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, uh, to the to the Patrick Mahomes thing with dad getting arrested, somebody also asked him if he had a six pack. And he said, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's a little bit of fat here, but underneath it, there's a there's muscle there. And then I saw someone in the comments said too soon to ask him. because that's what his dad got arrested drinking. <laughs> so yeah. it um, is. But you remember that Super Bowl where uh, the Chiefs played the, the Bucks and that's when Andy Reid's uh, what was it, his son uh, had like a, he killed somebody while he was driving or something like that. Yeah. yeah, like so, like this is this seems like a San Francisco uh, uh, win right now, based off of that feedback. But anyway, continue. Yeah, I mean that's that was it. I mean the the spotlight for me has been I can't think of the kid's name. He's from like Louisiana that wants Hello, to be eleven year old. Yeah, dude, that kid yeah. that kid gives the best interview. He's he's so like professional for his age, yeah. and and even like when they want to have fun with him, he's like, yeah, yeah, give me a hat, and he just puts the hat on. So like, kudos to that kid. Um, but media week is media week. It's just facing the facing the cameras, saying the normal shit that you usually do. Just tack a Super Bowl at the end of it. So. Yep. All right. Cool. Cool. Sammy, did you have you did you pay attention to any media week at all? Uh, I saw the soccer related stuff where Atletico Madrid sent the the, oh, the yeah, team's was... jersey signed by the players, which I thought was really cool. And obviously, as a soccer fan, I'd nerd out really hard. But it looked like. Uh, George Kittle had no idea who signed his, uh, <laughs> or no, Travis Kelsey didn't realize how sick getting a Griezmann jersey was. So, who who signed the uh, Kittles? Was it um, Koke? That's right, Koke. Travis doesn't strike me as somebody who's very well rounded <laughs> uh, when it comes to like you know a lot of different things. I think he has his way and kind of keeps it that way. So, and is that not JJ Watt. Yeah, nobody's JJ Watt. <laughs> uh, but let's let's talk about the game itself. So what I did, you know, it, you know, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a degenerate, so I have some uh, some uh, some plays. That shotgun I'll, guy. <laughs> I, I I guess I'm shotgun guy too, because uh, uh, what what's the guy? What what did he say? Make him shotgun shotgun guy. <laughs> oh, he. he... We did shotguns before the before the game last week, and then he said, "I'm shotgun guy. Why didn't you have me do it?" So, <laughs> all right, cool. So, uh, I'm shotgun guy too because I'm about to do a shotgun right now. I know Sammy got some uh, some uh, some drinks over there, so uh, we might have to toast. <laughs> all right, let's kick things off. Um, I want to we'll we'll talk about the, the game first, and then I want to get to the odds. Um, I'm going to kick things off with you, Arod. So. Uh, I'm gonna. We got two things. The Chiefs will win because, and then the 49ers will win because. So, you got to make a case for both teams. All right. So start with the Chiefs, and then Ooh, the 49ers. Uh, the Chiefs will win uh, if Kadarius Tony one does not play, uh, <laughs> and 
if the defense <coughs> can get pressure to Brock Purdy because Brock Purdy is a good game manager. Um, I know we didn't see him do like a great scramble a couple weeks ago and, and get out of the pocket and run for some yards, but I feel like if you put pressure towards Brock Purdy, um, you're going you're gonna to get some results uh, going, going your way. And these corners, man, for Kansas City, they've they really got my attention. McDuffie and um, uh, Legarius Sneed. That's the other yep. one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're 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 pretty good. So if, if they can shut down the the receivers, um, they'll they'll be good. Uh, on the flip side, uh, for San Francisco, um, everything I just said about the 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 DBs, Ayuk's got to get busy this game. Like they're they're. Saying he's going to have a breakout game is what I keep reading from all the beat writers and the media writers saying he's going to be the, the the focal point or the the big target here. Um, I think it's a, I think it's a toss up who it's going to be. Yeah. Um, and if if I'm betting and and I want to like make it scary against the Kansas City Chiefs, Duwan or what's his name Jennings? Duwan Jennings is that his name? Yeah. Dude, I feel like he's the most undervalued receiver on that team. When you when his name is called, he does something big for that team. Whether it's blocking, whether it's making a catch, whether it's a touchdown in the end zone, he's his name is called. He makes a big play. Yeah. Uh, make him a factor into the game. Make him make him a Swiss Army knife. Um, and the defense, we expect the defense to do well. I mean, I feel like they've kind of gone downhill since being in the playoffs, in, in my opinion, or in the last few weeks of the season. Um, but they they got to get back to top tier shape. So that's and all your. On your Jennings point, you know, it's the Super Bowl. So there's always this unsung hero that, that does something. He might be the David Tyree of the game. Who knows? You know what yeah. I mean? So, uh, but yeah, that, that's a good point. Vic, the Chiefs will win. Why? The Chiefs will win because Patrick Mahomes drags their ass to a victory. I mean, that's, that's I mean, it's literally how it's supposed to be, right? That's, that's what he's been doing. I mean, remember last year with Jalen Hurts? I mean, was playing his ass off, and Patrick Mahomes had to drag the ass. That's the the only way they can win. If Patrick Mahomes throws over 300 yards and has less than one interception, the Kansas City Chiefs are going to win the game. Now, on the flip side, how does San Francisco win the game? Well, San Francisco takes that high-powered offense, the number one offense according to uh, Pro Football Focus. Uh, They take that high-powered offense. And they keep that – this is going to be a shootout, but they keep that ball rolling. Feed Christian McCaffrey, and if Brock Purdy shows up, they win the game. They're a different team when Brock Purdy completes 10 or more passes. So if, if, he, can, if he can stay on the field, stay healthy, and, and not throw interceptions, uh, Brock Purdy's Brock Purdy's going to win Super Bowl MVP over Christian McCaffrey. Ooh. My – oh, can, can I get my actual prediction, though, or no? Yeah, go ahead. No, so wait, actual- wait, wait, wait. Oh, We're okay. going to get to it. We're going to get to it. All right, all right. Uh, Sammy, go. The, the Chiefs will win why? The Chiefs will win because Rishi Rice had over 100 yards receiving, which also ties into what Vic said. That means that the passing script is in Pat Mahomes' favor, and they decide to spread the ball a little bit better, and Rishi Rice is reliable because I think that's really important for Mahomes to get those 300 yards passing. <clears throat> And the 49ers will win. The wow. 49ers will win. And I'm not going to say the exact same thing as, as Vic, but I think if Brock Purdy has over 250 yards passing, 
Um, I okay. think if he does kind of similar to what he did with Detroit, but I also want to add a little caveat to it. I think he needs, I think he needs a couple rushes in this game. I know the script isn't going to be in his favor against the Chiefs to do that because the Chiefs are really good at you know compartmentalizing the pocket and, and forcing quarterbacks to throw against them rather than rush. But I think if he shows a little bit more, um, like he did in the second half, right? Like he had almost a perfect game in that second half against Detroit where yeah. he was making the right decision. If something collapsed on him, he was gone. If the, the pass wasn't there, he was gone. So I think that's going to be the important part. He's kind of the X factor for me because we know it doesn't matter. We've seen it all year. McCaffrey's going to eat, right? So I, I'm not going to sit right. here and say he needs this, he needs this. Yes, he needs to be an integral part of the offense. But Purdy is the X factor for this team to win. I know it sounds really lame, but I think it's really important. And I think so he'll, I have, get but, he'll get respect. He'll get respect. Brock Purdy will finally get the respect he deserves. Although I think he still deserves it already. But do you think to kind of piggyback off that real quick? Actually, do you think this could be like a a, a win win situation for him or win lose situation? Whereas like if he wins, everyone's gonna be like, "Yep, yeah, yeah, everybody was right." But if he loses. Is he going to get dogged even more for losing? I, I think it depends on the type of game he has. I, I think there is yeah. a lot of risk-reward. I think you're on onto something. There's a lot of risk-reward with it. I think if yeah. he comes out and has, let, let's say he has an identical game that he has to Detroit, I don't think people will fault him too much. Although if you take that pick out of it, right? Take the pick out of it. People will say, okay, he had a respectable game. He did his part. Um, yeah. But yeah, if he comes out and shits himself, right? And goes like, I don't know, like 10 for 30, and has 160 yards and two picks, you know, which could happen, right? You know, some people yeah. just poop themselves, and and uh, that that will definitely tarnish him very big because it'd be like, wow, those are the biggest lights, and that's what you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all right, makes sense. So yeah, I had like a little different spin on, on the reason why I got each one. So the Chiefs were because Steve Steve Spagnuolo and the Chiefs have themselves a dominant defensive evening, like they've been doing in these playoffs. So I pulled up a couple of things. Uh, they held the Ravens, you know, one of the top rushing attacks, 81 rushing yards, uh, three for 11 on third down and forced them to three turnovers, right? And that's the Ravens that everyone's been talking about all year, MVP, buzzer, buzzer, right? They held Josh Allen to 186 yards in the air and only an 86.1 quarterback rating. So their biggest weapon, yeah, he did well on the ground, but when he needed to make the pass or, you know what I mean, like they shut all that shit down. And then the Dolphins, Scored 70 points earlier this year, and they were held to seven points, um, 188 yards in the air with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle and all that stuff, and only 76 yards on the ground with uh, a, a, a whole stable of running backs, right? So, ooh, excuse me. So, if the, if, the Chiefs, if the Chiefs come to play like the way they've been playing these last three games on the road, uh, a couple of these as an underdog, and they still feel that underdog thing, if they shut that shit down, yeah, they uh, the, the 49ers don't have to me, they don't have like a, a joker card that they can play. I mean, Chris McCaffrey is the joker card, but if they shut down McCaffrey, I don't know how they're gonna get the rest of the offense to kind of move. And then the 49ers, they're gonna win because if they don't come out the gate the way they came out against Green Bay and the way they came out against Detroit, because you're not if you fall behind 17 to 0 or 24 to 7 against Patrick Mahomes, if the game the, he the, Andy Reid is not losing that football game. So the, the, the 49ers need to come out. And uh, honestly, I, I'm, I'm always the type that wants to, you know, uh, defer uh, to the second half. If the 49ers win the toss, I think they need to go. If they have, like, a good script, I would just I would receive and just, you know, like put a little bit of fear into the Chiefs with their offense. That, that would be how I would do it. But 
uh, I'm not the coach. So but that's how that's kind of how I see uh, it going from my perspective. But here's the fun part, Vic. It's uh, it's uh, it's Vic's picks. It's uh, uh, the casino with the primos. I don't know whatever y'all want to call it this segment. <laughs> this is the time that we shine and we talk about. Um, you know what we got, what we're seeing on the uh, on the uh, on the interwebs from uh, Vic. From do you have weeks. a do you have a lock? We call it Vic's lock picks. If you've got a lock. Oh, I want. Have we kept track of how my locks have gone? I don't know if you guys should be picking my locks. <laughs> I'm, um, gonna start, I'm gonna try. I'm gonna start tracking it for you. I got you. No, yeah, cool on. You're, you're because, because right I, I don't know how good they are. But <laughs> we'll um, do I Vic's digress. locks versus shotgun guy. <laughs> yeah, I might lose a I might lose a job, guys. Um, so. You know, uh, so we got the San Francisco 49ers 9-9-1 against the spread against the Chiefs of Kansas City uh, with that good good barbecue. Uh, 12-7-1 against the spread. Currently, the market favors uh, – currently, the, mar- um, the line favors the San Francisco Giants – I'm sorry, San Francisco 49ers by two. Sorry, guys. It was truck day the other week. I got excited for a second. Um, the, the line is at two. It has moved. It has shifted. It was Kansas City plus uh, plus one and a half earlier uh, when it opened. It is now settled in at two. So uh, the money wise, uh, you have 70 percent of the cash, 71 percent of the tickets uh, on uh, Kansas City plus two. People love Taylor Swift. As far as the money line goes, 41 percent of the cash, 34 percent of the tickets only on San Francisco. Guys, the public loves Kansas City. They love Taylor Swift. They want a Hollywood ending. They want to see Travis Kelsey propose to Taylor Swift on the stage. Also, point out that the 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 people love the under forty-seven and a half. I so Sammy, and I wanted to talk about that. You oh, who said it was going to be a shootout? Oh, Vic, you said it. Yeah, you said it's going to be a shootout. Yeah, I have, uh, and we'll fit. I'll let you know who I got winning the game. But I have the final score being like twenty-four to twenty. Uh, which would be at 44, and the overall is at 47 and a half, right? So, mm. to me, the reason why this game is going to be competitive is because both of their defenses showed up to play. That's how I see it because, you know, Kansas City's best path to victory to me is they, they got to focus on stopping the 49ers. And the 49ers, to me, the same thing. They got to stop Patrick Mahomes. So, to me, I think the defenses are going to really show up. That's just how I see it. You know, I'm not the, you know, I'm not the expert or anything like that, but – I, I could be crazy, but I think both teams are going to move the ball because I think they're both good enough to move the ball. I think there's just going to be very critical third down stops. So we might Correct. get a little field goal game for maybe the first half, you know? Correct. Yeah. I, I will say that the uh, the San Francisco 49ers have hit the over in, uh, in the last one, two, three, four, five, six of their games. Uh, they've hit one. They've hit six of the last eight games. They've hit the over, but on the on the other side, you have the Chiefs who have hit the under one, two, three, four, five, six, uh, five times out of the last six games. So um, the only over being against uh, 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 with the uh, Buffalo Bills game. So yeah, I, I mean, it could it, it, everything is pointing towards under here, yeah. but I just I just cannot see that this would be an under. These are both teams, maybe not. Maybe not Brock Purdy, but both the team has been to the been to the Super Bowl before. This is not a uh, uh, you know a first time Super Bowl team versus a you know an experienced Super Bowl team. This yeah. is two guys that have been there, been in the playoffs. 
uh, been through it, I think uh, I think we're going to get a get a shootout here and a fun game, hopefully. Now, I hope they hit the over. I would take the over personally because why the fuck would you root for no points? Yeah, I mean, I, it's it's you know the Super Bowls are always interesting because it's either a blowout or a really you know really good game. So it's like you never yeah. know what you're going to get at first, and then you know like I remember like the the Rams Super Bowl. To me, if OBJ doesn't tear his ACL in the first half, that's even more points to me that they probably would have scored in the second half. But it ended up being what was it, twenty-one to seventeen or something like that. So it's just there's so many different you know ways we can we can look at the game. Um, I definitely don't see a blowout though. <laughs> I definitely don't see a blowout. I think it's gonna be real close. No. And like and like it might be like a field goal game, honestly. Uh, but Chiefs money line, at, uh, I got it at plus one hundred five. I, I kind of like it. What do you think? I I only I only don't like it because I that, that the value is there for it right yeah. but I, I don't like it because I don't want to root for the Chiefs I'm actually rooting for the 49ers in this game yeah but you gotta so, take your emotion out of it <laughs> yeah that's why I'm not gonna bet on either of them um, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna take uh oh you know no I'm I'm definitely gonna take the the the, the 49ers minus two and then probably probably uh, link that up with a. My best bet of the night, which is let me let me see if I can find it on Hard Rock. Actually, I'm gonna come back to my best bet. You guys, you guys keep cooking. I'm gonna go. Hey, Rod, what you got? What you got cooking over there, hey, Rod? Um, or do you have anything from Shotgun Guy that he told you? Shotgun Guy is Sammy. Sammy is his is his legal bookie now. So like, I, <laughs> what, I, what so, is your client saying? Because <laughs> I know he sent you his bets. He does. He does. So one of the things we chatted about earlier was, um, well, we did a lot of basketball earlier. Um, <clears throat> one that I sent him that I thought was really nice. It's on. It's on the Hard Rock bet right now. There aren't a lot of player props that are currently up, but they do have some quick ones that you can grab. And I thought this was really interesting. And I thought the value was there. Patrick Mahomes yeah. or Brock Purdy records one plus rushing touchdown. It's plus one eighty. So pick your poison. Who's going to score? I think it's more likely to have Mahomes rush one in, but I wouldn't doubt it if, especially what we saw from Brock Purdy last week, if he has to yeah. rush one in. So I, at plus one eighty, you can do way yeah. worse. You know what I mean? So yeah. um, I could see Brock Purdy running in for a touchdown this game. Like I, I can like I can physically see it. Like Chris right. Jones just misses him, and then he kind of like just skirts for seven yards or something like that. I, I can see Correct. that. I can and see then, that. So, so I got. I have a fun one. Yeah, this is a little crazy, but I don't hate the value. Now, keep in mind if okay, let me let me say it and then and I'll give you the caveat. So Christian McCaffrey and Isaiah Pacheco, each with thirty nine and a half receiving yards and seventy nine and a half rushing yards, or over or equal. So you got to get eighty or forty for receiving and rushing respectively. And they both have to hit it right, and that's plus three thousand. Now, I want to look at if you can drop Pacheco's rushing yards to maybe 60 and see if it's still in the plus 2,000. I think that hits. (laughs) I really think that hits. So my concern would be, I mean, mean, Pacheco does get some catches in the game. So, yeah, I can see. I mean, McCaffrey to me, like one of my uh, bets that I have in is uh, – McCaffrey over 34 and a half receiving yards. So, to me, McCaffrey is going to be there with the receiving yards. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not worried um, and, about CMC with that bet. <laughs> yeah. So, but so uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, our that one to me was like a, like a, a lot basically. So I got that, and I and I'm thinking if he has like what 48, 52 yards, Pacheco will only need how much to get the receiving yards? 
40. 40. Ah, they're, it's tough. They're nice. They're nice numbers. I know. It's tough. I know. It is. Those are nice numbers. And, it if, it's, and, if, it's, and if it's script, like we're talking about, two defense that are good, it's going to be, number one, it's going to be touchdown. I mean, it's going to it, it's going to be check down city, right? Like, it's going right. to have to be yeah. check down city. That's what so, I thought. I thought, yeah. I thought they're going to get to Brock Purdy. He's going to be like, yeah, Chris McCaffrey's going to be my best friend today. And same thing. You got uh, Chase Young and uh, Bosa and Hargraves in the middle. You're going to have to take advantage of your running back. So, yeah, I can see that. You might have got me. You might have got me. I think I'm going to lock that one in. Now, keep this uh, in mind. I think a lot of people – this is another one that I think is really interesting. <clears throat> Again, don't don't listen to me because I, I got burned on this one last week, but I thought it was easy. Now, depending on how you're leaning, I think if you pair up the money line of the Chiefs with a Pat Mahomes over one and a half, or if you want the Niners and you pair it with a Brock Purdy over one and a half, I think you'd be yeah. worse off. Those are both plus 150 plus. So I think that's pretty good value there, especially if you're leaning one way or the other, you might as well pair it up, I think. Because that you, as so we talked I, about, it's important that those yeah. two guys get cooking. So I, I have over on, on the 1.5 touch, uh, touchdowns for Mahomes already. <laughs> and I have the Chiefs money line. So if I package that up. Plus yeah. 160. It's nice. I can do that. Yeah, I can do that. And then one that I had, my last one before, I don't know what you got going on, but another one that I have in here at plus 4,000, Isaiah Pacheco and Travis Kelsey. All right. Isaiah Pacheco, anytime touchdown, Travis Kelsey, first touchdown. I want to lean. I want to lean. I feel like, you know, Andy Reid, Mahomes, and Kelsey got this kind of connection. And you can see he's been cooking in the playoffs. So I got anytime for his, uh, Pacheco. And he's been every time I put any time touchdown for Pacheco, he hits all the time. He's going to all the time. Yeah, he's going to all the time. And then Travis Kelsey first. That one's going to be. I, I just feel good about that one. And I got and I got the Chiefs winning. And on behalf of you know of the U, uh, USF Bulls, uh, I got Valdez Scantling over one and a half catches. <laughs> you go get me two. You go get me two. I, I would be <laughs> the the thing I would be nervous for you though, KK, is like if the Chiefs don't get the toss, then you're going to be yeah. pooping yourself that. Kelsey's not going to get the first touchdown. I really feel confident in the defense of the Chiefs, and I also feel confident that the the 49ers have started off slow against lesser talent. But does the field so, goal, if they go down and get a field goal, does that ruin your first score or first touchdown? It says and it, it says first touchdown. So yeah, okay. I think field goal is probably fine. I gotta, I'll read into it, but I'm pretty sure it's the first touchdown that is scored. Because so. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if they force feed Kelsey that first drive just to kind of like get it out of the way. You know what I mean? Because that's, of the that's why thing. I kind of thought of it. Yeah, yeah, that's why I kind of thought about it. Because you know, you, you you got the 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 young viewers and the women who never paid attention to the Super Bowl tuned in at that time. The script that Roger Goodell has laid down is: Look, man, can we make sure you feed it that boy? We need them because we want. They're gonna be playing ads. I guess somebody paid seven million dollars for an ad this weekend, so they're gonna be playing ads, and I bet you they're all gonna be geared for a certain party that's into a Taylor Swift. So, uh, yeah, I that's that's what I got going on. Plus four thousand. I like my odds. I like the numbers there, but uh, that's all I got. Uh, oh, and, oh, sorry, Debo Samuel's over sixteen and a half rushing yards. I feel good about that one. I feel like they need him, so yeah. All right, let me write it down, and then I'll give you my best bet. I'm not a betting man, you know that. I stay away from the betting. Next year, next year I'll get on the bets. But uh, looking at some of these, 
Uh, Juwan Jennings over under one and a half. I'm smashing the over on that because I feel like for some reason you love him. <laughs> I don't. I just like every time I watch a 49ers game, I I strictly pay attention to him, and he's so strategic to a lot of the plays that happen. Like he blocks well. If Debo gets out the game, he's he's an easy target for him. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm a, I'm a fan of that, and for some reason I I don't know why, but I feel like. Kyle um, Jusech is going to get a touchdown. I feel like this is the type of game we finally Either see. him or Brock Purdy. He's <laughs> going rushing touchdown. Yeah, either him or Brock Purdy are going to get a rushing I touchdown. I can't wait to I, see I, that use chick bet. I'm actually interested in that. I might do a first touchdown or anytime touchdown use chick just to play with it. That's that's interesting. And the reason I say that, and the reason I say that too, is because of the whole Taylor Swift thing too. Like I feel like if there's anybody to stick the the punch to it, is the guy who's who's uh. Uh, wife is making these uh, jackets yeah. finally endorsed by the NFL. Congrats to her. Um, that's like their 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 way into this of like, yeah. I'm a, little, I'm a little mad about that, by the way. She's not the first person to design NFL jackets that are dope. Like, how did she get that? There's a guy here in Tampa that does shit like that, man. And, and yeah. he does a great job with it. Um, he makes stuff for the Buccaneers players. But, I mean, it's word of mouth. And if your husband's an athlete. I was like, about to say, none of them were dating Taylor Swift. So <laughs> that's what it comes down to. <laughs> uh, but I mean, get it how you live, man. I mean, you gotta, you gotta be smarter, be work harder. I mean, if Taylor yeah. Swift hits you up, that's that's all you need right there. Yeah. I mean, Mike Evans, you're making you're making uh, stuff for Mike Evans, and and like you think he's gonna be like call the NFL, and be like, hey, this guy makes dope stuff. Nah. Nah. Oh, oh, that one over there. All right, Vince. Vince. All right, yeah. guys. So my lock of the night. Um, is uh, Reba McIntyre, the over-under has jumped to 90.5 seconds uh, on, uh, on the national anthem. That's according that a whole to unit? Sports Book. What's that? Is that like a whole point? What, what do you mean? Because like, I think it, it was two and a half. It was, I think it was, it was, at, it was at 83 and a half. It was at 83 and a half. Oh, oh and shit. That, and, now, and now it's 90 and a half seconds. Um, Reba McIntyre has... Uh, Performed the uh, the uh, national anthem several times in front of a in front of a crowd. Uh, in 1985, she did it in the, uh, on Game One of the World Series. It was clocked at 65 seconds. Uh, game Three of the 87 World Series, a minute and 22 seconds. Uh, her first time performing the national anthem before a sporting event uh, was in 1974 at the National Finals Rodeo. That was 72 seconds, um, and. She did the anthem for the celebrity softball game in 2017, 78 seconds. Now, with all that being said, the quickest national anthem to date for the Super Bowl was Billy Joel in 2007 uh, with a minute and 30 seconds. So that would mean that she would, if she goes on the under, she would be the shortest, um, shortest uh, national anthem in the history of uh, of uh, the uh, Super Bowl. So with all that being said, I'm taking the under at 90 and a half yes. seconds, minus, th- minus 130. Yeah. 70% of the bets are on the over, but 57% of the money is on the under. Give me the under. Slow country player, man. Clip this up, and we are posting this tomorrow, y'all, because that was amazing. That was that was next level. Uh, my wife's calling me up for me. My wife said no. Don't forget, he's a father and a husband. <laughs> Boy, that's crazy. That, man, that that took the cake. I mean, that's the that's the lock. That's the lock. A Rod, write that down. That's the lock. 
I told y'all last week that it's going to be over 90 when 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 we had the first bet and they said 83 uh, minutes. I was like, no, this lady sings slow. There's no way, man. I'm telling you, she's older now too. She's like, what? Minutes, Eight- sir, in three seconds. <laughs> it's a long ass anthem. <laughs> I'm saying, I'm saying at least at least a minute 38, minute 40. Nah, she she gonna be slow with it. A minute 25. <laughs> a minute 25. Lock it in. <laughs> nah, probably like a minute. Uh, yeah, a minute 25. Lock it in. Lock it in. That's what I got. So. But yeah, that's all I got. Did you have anything else you wanted to add to that, sir? You know, me? No. Absolutely you. What about our predictions? Second. We got predictions coming? Predictions coming? Yeah, no, just, yeah, after, if you have anything to add, then we're going to give our predictions. No, no, uh, I know that uh, anytime safety, get get pretty good value on that. That's a fun one. <laughs> anytime safety. Okay, I'm going to look at that one. I, was, I, if, I think, yeah, I think what we should do too this week. So for everybody watching, everybody tuning in, um kk or a rod i know you guys are good with the infographics what we should all do is pick some best bets before saturday right because i think it, it should come out what friday on on hard rock like they'll post all the actual player props on there that you can put on there because i haven't seen them on there or whichever whenever in the next couple of days we can yeah. do it and we can yeah. pick some some fun ones that we want to look at that way we can keep each other we'll accountable. Lock it in. yeah yeah, we're going to lock it in. We're going to lock it in. No, no game, right. just like actual player things that we think will happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to steal, sure, sure. I'm gonna steal A-Rod's use chick one. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not even a better man like I used to be. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, bro. You copyrighted it. <laughs> you can take it. No, no, no. You can take it. Next, next year, I'm I'm getting on board. I'm going back to betting. I'm going to I'm gonna start small. Don't do it. And then I, don't I, don't do it. I, know, I know I'm going to find my way. I feel, you, my I feel like you shouldn't do it, sir. You have to be the voice of reason for us. You have to be the voice of reason. No, because yeah, I'm, I'm a fucking degenerate. You pull up to my house, we do a shotgun right in front of the house. So, like, no, absolutely not. It was your shotgun guy that got me back into this we gambling. Should, we should have shotgun guy call into the, the show and give his props and then, like, just hang up on him every time. <laughs> All right. Why don't, they, why don't they have the anthem on Hard Rock? Yeah, they, yeah, they don't. I've been waiting for it. I don't, I don't know if they're going to put Damn. it on. I'm just Wait, happy they finally anyway. allowed same game parlays. Remember, la- like when it first came out, they didn't have same game parlays, but like now when they updated it and stuff with the legalizing, they got same right. game parlays, which is dope. I do like, I do like that. I do like to, I like to like for for example for this game, I have a whole Chiefs same game parlay because I think the Chiefs are gonna win. So if I think a team's gonna win, so oh, you know what hurt the most? I didn't tell you guys because I was I was busy that day, but when Nigeria played last week. Um, against who was it last week? So, no, uh, Angola was it Angola? Yeah, hold on, yeah, it was I'm, Angola. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now. I put in this bet, and oh my god, it was um Nigeria winning. Uh, what else was it? Hold on, where is it? My man became a believer. I love it. I love it. I had okay. I, I'm trying to remember. I think it was Nigeria winning. Um. <laughs> 40 bets to go look I had at. to score. I had to score one to zero. I had the final score right. It was one to zero. Um, I had um who did I have score? Who did I have score? Did I have Ocean score? No. Lookman. Lookman. Look, I had no, I didn't I, I had something else. I had something else. And you know what killed me? Uh corners. <laughs> I picked Nigeria corners. That's so tough. And it was like, yo, know, it was a great value. And like, I thought I just figured I hit on everything else and then that one. No, like. I thought they would be a little bit more, you know, aggressive to the goal. So there's going to be more opportunities for it. But yeah, that one sucked. That one sucked. But all right. 
It's time. We've been waiting all year for this. Uh, did, did anybody preseason team make it to the Super Bowl? Because I had Ravens and Eagles, so not me. Any of uh, y'all? I think I had Niners. But no, I, I think I also had Eagles. Uh, I think I had I'm, I think I had Eagles. I don't know if I had the Chiefs. I had Eagles, yeah. Okay. Hey, Rod, did you, did you have anybody, any skin before? Nope. I had the Jets and somebody, right? <laughs> Show me a gun. All right. We're here. We made it. Uh, it's time. We're going to start with you, A-Rod. Who wins and what's the final score? And who's your Super Bowl MVP? Uh, I have the Kansas City Chiefs winning uh, 27-24. Um, MVP will be uh, Travis Kelsey, just to put the cherry on top. Basic. <laughs> Basic. Hey, this is the script. We talked about the script. I feel like this is the best script we can get right now. So, Sammy, take it away. All right, I'm going to be crazy, and I'm going to go with my heart. I'm not going to go with my brain. I know what my brain's telling me, but I'm going to go with my heart. <clears throat> I got the San Francisco 49ers winning 27-23, and I got my MVP as Brock Purdy. Okay, all right. Oh, Vic, tell me. I got the 49ers, 31, the Kansas City Chiefs, 27, Christian McCaffrey as the MVP. I got the Kansas City Chiefs winning 24-20. to 20. Patrick Mahomes gets his next Super Bowl MVP as he tries to keep up with Thomas Edward Patrick Brady. The third or something like that. Yeah, that's what I got. Yo, we got, we got, you know, not to bring it up. We got Townie Sports versus the Fairweather Podcast. I know, I know. I, I, split up. I like this. I, like I was this. thinking it too. I was I like thinking it, it too. I like it. I like it. I'm standing on business right now. So let's go, Chiefs. I'm buying the Tether Swim jersey. So, and the album. I'm buy, I'll buy the, I'll bootleg. I'll, sh- I'll, what do you say? I'll kill the bootlegger. What do you say? <laughs> shoot a bootlegger. I'll shoot the bootlegger. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, you better thank Easy for that, bro. <laughs> Yo, for real. Yo, Easy got Taylor Swift, got Taylor Swift popping for real. And and then he made that song famous. <laughs> and I was like, damn, Taylor, he's still he's still on you still on his mind like that. <laughs> you you won. <laughs> you won. So all right. NBA talk, NBA time. Let's get it on. Uh we're going back to a couple of things that we've been doing. We 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 were doing prior to the NFL season. Uh, and it is time. We're gonna uh, we're gonna get to the trade day, uh, trade deadline tracker uh, in a little bit because uh, it keeps updating, obviously. Uh, but we're gonna do bitch. Who do you love? Uh, uh, and the start with the little start bench cut in there as well. We're gonna do this all star snub um, edition. So the and the first one we're gonna uh, we'll, we'll get to. Uh, yeah, two, 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 two. Anyway. <laughs> The first one we're going to get to is going to be uh, between Trey Young and Scotty Barnes. I'll wait for their Sandy area. So we'll start things off. Bitch, who do you love uh, with the sub segment for this one? Because we're not doing Franz Wagner. Fuck it. So who do you love between um, Trey Young and Scotty Barnes? Two and the caveat. You got to pick this player that you want to you want to have him right now all the way in your, your foxhole all the way to the end of the season. So, 
playoffs and everything. Just as he is right now. Like, don't th- we're not gonna think about anything he's done in the past. None of that. Right this second on February seventh while we're filming this. Okay. So I'm gonna start with you, A Rod, because I've been looking. I was looking at you when I was saying that because I feel like I needed to clear that up. So I'm gonna start with you, A Rod. Who do you love between Trey Young and Scotty Barnes right now? Well, I am a New York Knicks fan, so it's always and forever will be fuck Trey Young. Give me Scotty Barnes all day, every day. I like it. Sammy? Nah, give me Trey Young, man. Like, this is tough, man, because they both kind of suck this year. Um, I'm going to go for the Raptors. I'm going to go. Honestly, like I said, if this isn't a vacuum, right, and, and I don't know who else is on my team, like I'm going to go for the, the volume guy that can score buckets. Because if, if both of them, their plus minuses are pretty shit anyway, but I take the guy yeah. that can score more points to cushion that plus minus a little bit better than Scotty Barnes. I like that. All right. Uh, Vic, who do you love? I mean, I, I'll be honest. I, I don't like either of these guys. Um, you got to love one. <laughs> Gotta like one. It's, it's really, it's really just philosophy, right? Like, are you more defensive minded or offensive minded? Um, do you prefer efficiency or inefficiency? Um, I, I cannot believe you're making me take Trey Young, but I would take Trey Young. Oh, this is uh, tough I stuff. Yeah. Did all y'all pick Trey? Oh no, it was so no, no. Trey Young, man. Yeah, I, I got, I got Scotty Barnes because at the end of the day, I don't want a little five eleven midget with a bad haircut. Give me the dude that's like, you know, full size and the uh, NBA player. You know what I mean? Like that could guard a lot of different positions. That could well, you said end of the year. You didn't say whole career, right? No, I'm just saying just right so I don't care in yeah. the playoffs, little teams get dominated. That's just what happens. Like once they know who you're like, remember LeBron uh in that one NBA championship run where he was just doing the pick and roll all which he's been doing for a while now. He yeah. takes the pick and roll on Steph Curry or this, you know, the the weakest link and just dominate. Trey Young, come on now. I'm I'm picking on him all playoff long. All playoffs long. <laughs> Your mic isn't working, Vic. Uh, Vic, okay. <laughs> he he's mad at me. Vic said, he, nah, <laughs> I'm out of here. He said, we're Vic out of here. So uh, <laughs> hey Rod. So you I know you picked uh you picked uh Scotty Barnes, so I appreciate that. Sammy. You said Trey Young, didn't you? Correct. So, do you, I mean, don't you don't you believe in that philosophy a little bit? Uh, the defense thing, yes. Uh, but like I said, you you kind of said no regard for who else is on your team. So I'm looking at it from a vacuum, and I'm saying, okay, if this is my first guy, um, I'm just gonna take I'm I'm just gonna take Trey Young because he can score buckets. You know what I mean? Like, okay, okay I can I can put defense around him, but all right, cool. All right, now we're gonna do start bench cut. All-star snub edition. So we're going to start with point guards or just guards in general. <laughs> um, De'Aaron Fox, <laughs> Jamal Murray, or Derek White. Derek White has entered the chat. We start with you, Aaron. <laughs> if, if Derek White, for the love of God, I know he is, but makes it on a start or a bench, get the fuck out of here, okay? Seriously, you, you are an over-the-top fan all right over the top fucking fan i don't give a fuck about his plus minus i don't give a shit about that all right personally me i feel like jamal murray is undervalued i'm gonna start jamal murray that's yo 
Fairweather Podcast. We right here, dog. Um, <laughs> we right here. And that hurts me because I, I really like De'Aaron Fox. I, uh, I I respect his game. I think he's matured. I think he's endured what uh, Boogie Cousins couldn't do with the Sacramento Queens, yeah, yeah. and he's been able to get through it. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna bench him. And Derek White, bro, you're gone. You're you're cut. So and and just to piggyback because that's the same thing I have. I said the same thing. I, I feel very bad for Fox. But as the West is constructed right now, he's never making an All-Star game because John Morant's gonna be back next year. He ain't getting it over him either. So, uh, and then one of these one of these point guards right now that are on a more popular team are gonna blow up a little bit more. So he's stuck in that um uh, that Memphis Grizzly shit with Mike Conley. You know what I mean? Like, I'm a little concerned about uh, his. Uh, with that, because it sucks. At the end of the day, there's nothing you can do about that. But uh, Jamal Murray is battle-tested. <laughs> so the guy that I know has seen it twice. I mean, he's seen it twice. Uh, one wasn't a loss against the Lakers and then the, uh, the one that they won. So he's been to two NBA finals already. I'm taking the, the guy that has a little bit more to offer right now. Uh, 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 Vic, uh, start bench cut. Can't wait to hear it. Can't Here, wait. Fox, Vic, they set us up. They Jamal set us Murray. up. This is bullshit. Jamal Murray or your boy Derek White. I want to hear what you got to say about that, brother. No, I mean this is uh, I mean uh, this is obvious. I mean, I mean, I I think Derek White's a great player, but um, he's not a number two or number. You know, he's not number two on any teams. Yeah. Uh, These guys are both number twos. Uh, Darren Fox has the potential to be number uh, number one. Jamal Murray, um, I think his potential has passed him by, but. Um, give me, let me start Jamal Murray because I like his versatility because you could start him at the one, you could start him at the two. Give me, uh, De'Aaron Fox as a, as a bench and obviously cut my guy, Derek White, but our defense is going to suffer drastically. <laughs> so, so what if the, the, the six or no, the, uh, Milwaukee Bucks pick him up on waivers? <laughs> Well, this the thing is like, uh, you know, you gave me like two freaking like all NBA players, then you gave me Derek White. I gave you the All Star. That's your All Star, right? <laughs> uh, in the East, he? yeah. In the East, yeah. All right. But now, if we're talking Sammy. like, you know, if we're talking, you know, something a little bit more reasonable, if you put and Sammy, go. <laughs> uh, put him in the last one. I would have taken him over Scotty Barnes or Trey Young. I that I agree would. with. But like, look at you guys. First of all, I just want to say, I, I just want it to be known, right? Like these guys, these guys, these guys, I, I love these guys to death. They're setting us up, right? Like, but we're not dumb. Hey, we're I, not gonna, we're not gonna fight these guys. Don't say Somebody, these. We're, come on, we're not gonna fight. We're not. We're not crazy. Is himself. <laughs> like we're not crazy, right? Like we love Derek White, and I think if, if you like, if, in my opinion. So before I, I pick, I, I mean, the pick is the same, right? It's Jamal Murray start. And then it's De'Aaron Fox match. Ooh, I think that's I like everywhere, it. yeah. But, like, with the Derek White thing, like, if you like ball, if you watch ball, and you watch Derek White, and this is even when he was with San Antonio, like, that dude plays very good basketball. Like, he just plays he just very good him. fundamental basketball. So that's why he, he doesn't mess things up. He doesn't mess anything up. No, I mean, obviously, you're not going to start him over Jamal Murray. But if you have him on your team as, like, a third, fourth guy, you could do much worse than that. You could do way worse than that. All right. How, how about we do this before we get to the next one? I was, we're going to swap in Franz Wagner. Hold on. I know uh, Sammy wanted to talk about Franz. So take out Derek White 
and swap in Franz Wagner. So we can go Franz Wagner, uh, De'Aaron Fox, and and um, Jamal Murray. I mean, the results yeah, the no same. Change. Yeah, the results I don't know. Listen, listen. Again, you know what I said about, you know, I want a good a sized player, right? I'm probably taking Franz Wagner over, uh, unfortunately, over De'Aaron Fox because there's a lot more versatility with somebody that, that can do a lot of those, you know, do a lot of things, you know what I mean? And it has the size too. So, and, he, and I got to, when I got to see him play against KD, uh, what was it, a couple of weeks ago, last week, whatever it was, I was very impressed because him and Paolo really showed out for Orlando and watching him live, I'm like, yo, he really, like, he's always in the right spots. You know, he's going to get the rebounds. He might post, post up a little guard. So I actually would probably, that would change mine a little bit. I, I probably want to put Franz in there, so. But doesn't Franz plays like is plays like a more three, doesn't he? Doesn't really play guard position. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, if we just swap him out, because Franz, he's he's either leading or second in, uh, assist on the team. If I'm not mistaken. Like he's just, he's a he's the three that's like a bigger guard, if, if that makes sense. So yeah, but he's like Franz. he's like Zama, the most efficient player on that team. I don't know. I, I think the hype for Franz, I like Franz Wagner, but I think the hype for him's gone a little bit a little bit too far. Let's just let's go to the next question. Let's go to the next setup question. The only we have reason here that too. he put that in there, Vic, is because I thought Franz Wagner might have deserved to be in over Scotty Barnes or Trey Young. It is a I, little I, weird with Scotty Barnes because the Raptors are horrible. I cannot so, believe that they both made it over Derek White. I mean, that's a yeah. fucking slap in the face. Oh my God! Get no, no, no. all right, A Rod, A Rod. To their credit, Carl Anthony Towns made the All Star game in the West because they were the best team at the West at that time. They did not deserve to put him in there, like over, not even over Gobert. Like he had no business being there. So, beat Boston being the best team in the East, you, I mean, it doesn't hurt to put the third best player on the number one team over the number one player on the number eleven team. That's just how I see it. So that's an instance in which I wouldn't have been mad if it was Derek listen, White over Scott Barnes. I, 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 I would be fucking appalled if Derek White made an all-star team. I'm sorry. Bro, I know the, you're... But the, no, A-Rod, Derek White is the epitome of the type of player you would like on your team. All the things I, that I, you talk about with the New York I, Knicks, I, everything I, that you say about the New York Knicks, like if Derek White was doing the same exact thing that he's doing on the New York Knicks, you'd be up in arms about Derek yeah, White getting snubbed. Don't you love Josh Hart? Don't you love Josh Hart? Here's, 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 here's the thing, though. If Derek White was getting the amount of shots that Scotty Barnes was getting... He'd, he'd be doing a lot more with those shots. I'm telling you that right he's now. Not, but he's not because you exactly, got exactly because he's because he's not Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown right on the team. So, but if you use the all right, should have made they, it before him. You're right with that scenario because like Jalen Brunson went from De- uh, Dallas where he couldn't do it as much as he wanted to. He got the role that he wanted in New York. Boom, right. all star. <laughs> right, exactly. It's a fucking all star game. People want to see people score points. Okay, so if Mop Top is scoring 27 points. And Derek White is scoring 16. I think they're gonna want Mop Top in there, and they don't give a fuck about plus minus efficiency. I'm just being real, okay? I think if there's a guy on a shit team that's scoring 30 a game, like Russ used to be back in the day, but it's the coaches who vote for this. So the coaches are basing this on who they real like. They play against these players every night, so who do they really like? Yo, that guy. Hey, Rod, that's going straight on Instagram. That was hilarious. I've never Mop seen an All Star game where like Mop it's top. been like a few times that a six man has made the All Star team. Cal Corver, he's not a six man. He just he starts Cal every Corver. game. He starts. Remember the Atlanta Hawks? Cal Corver, Jeff Teague. Bro, what <laughs> happened to them in the final? And what happened to them in the Eastern Conference run? But they they were the number one seed. They did. I get it. I get it. But the East was also like banged up that year, and there was nobody like 
worth the shit out there. So they won sixty games. Yo, can I, can I ask this question? Like, let, let's not let's not settle on Derek White, but like, yeah, I, I, this is a little bit of a Celtics, but I'm kind of excited. I know you guys probably are too. Jalen Brown's gonna be in the dunk contest, man. Bunk I'm not excited for that. I don't want to get hurt. Just, as long as he doesn't hurt. do a dunk from wow. the, if this he doesn't do a dunk from the right side, then I'm okay. Damn. With it. <laughs> The left side, you mean? <laughs> Obi Toppins, Obi Toppins, brother. Obi Toppins. I would much. I'm happy that we're getting an actual All Star to compete in the dunk contest. Me like, too. That to me, me too. I would, that made me excited. And like Jalen Brown does not move the needle for me. You know, like he doesn't get me all excited or anything. Pause. But him doing the dunk contest, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm I want to see what he comes up with because that's like a real good NBA player, not just a little rookie. A good dunker too. Make. He's been a good dunker yeah. for the last five years. <laughs> they got G-leaguers in the shit now. Like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, it used to be Michael Jordan, Tracy McGrady, Kobe Bryant, and now we got G-leaguers, Mac McClung coming back. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. All right. We spent a lot of time because of Derek White, so I wonder how this one's going to go. Um, and listen. All right. DeMontis Sabonis, Alfred Sengun, Chris Dot Porzingis. Remember, the caveat is right now, today, you get them right now, doesn't matter what position you need on your team. You want this guy in your foxhole uh, as you as you advance to try to make it to the NBA Finals. So, Sammy, I'll start with you this time. Start bench cut. Sabonis, Sanguine, and Kristaps Porzingi. In a vacuum, is everybody healthy 100%? Oh, my God. Are, there, are, we... We, are we considering? You're taking them who they are as is. That's why I had to ask. I had to ask. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. All right. So I'm starting Sabonis. I'm benching Sangoon and I'm cutting Porzingis because of the injury risk. All right. You can shoot me now. Damn. Nope. That's all you. That's the only reason why because of the injury risk. You don't think he's as it scares talented me. As a... Oh, he's way okay. he's way more talented than both of them. A hundred percent. Yeah. Talent wise. But, but yes. there's a Talent-wise. risk involved with Porzingis, yeah. and I Vic can shoot me down or whatever. But he can't sit there and tell me that him getting injured scares the shit out of you like it, it scares the Here shit I out of me you. Yeah, he did. no he did i gave him i gave him the i'll give you roses again or flowers again but i gave you the flowers yeah, last yeah, time. Yeah. but vic what's your what's your thought on that Mr. can, I go, can I go last on this one okay A-Rod, go ahead go ahead um i'm sticking to my guns on this man i'm really really high on this sangoon guy and it hurts I me to love. do it bonus i love i love sangoon i'm gonna start him let's go uh, i'm gonna bench the bonus and i'm gonna cut christophs and and to be fair I do not have a vendetta against Christophe Porzingis. I love what he did in New York. I love how he stood up for Carmelo Anthony. I love how he said, like, I don't like the way this organization is being ran. I got to get out of here. Yeah. I wasn't mad at him at all. But history is proven. He ain't got no knees. Pause. He ain't got talent no Talent-wise, though. Talent-wise, right? He's got right. talent, but, like, I feel like it's past him now. I feel yeah. like there's still talent there, but I just feel like it's 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 slowly. With it's not about past him. It's about he can't stay healthy enough. To, that's it. To completely that's it. It's not past him. All, just, yeah. all of it. And A-Rob, I love you, bro, because I got the same shit, man. I knew we were going to be there. Sangoon, bro, I love that dude, bro. <laughs> like, I, I, I there's remember, something about him. I remember when I watched him in the summer league. I was like, I think he came. Did he come in with uh with the other rookie? Uh, What was his name? Uh, the light-skinned dude. Jalen Green. Did he, did he come in together? Uh, no. No, he came in oh, the year before. Yeah. And he was with and he was with another team. I think he was wasn't he with another team? No, he got drafted by the Rockets. I think he came in with Zion's draft. He came in with one of the people that like because the Rockets had like a feature player that everyone was look. It might have been uh Tall Kid. What's his, uh, that came from uh, Auburn? Javar. Uh, no, 
Yeah, that guy. I might have been him, but I remember I was watching him in the summer league. I was like, yo, this dude got some game to him, right? And now we're seeing it more and more, like, in a bigger he's only He's only, like, 21 or 22 as well. On top so. of that. On top of that. Yeah, so I really, I'm starting him because I feel like he's got more juice in the tank, and he's he going to get me places. So, I'm like, yeah, I, I like it. We, we right there, dog. Yeah, and I'm benching Sabonis, even though I love I love Demato Sabonis. He's one of my favorite players in the league. I love the way he plays. So, uh, I would, you know, I definitely want him on my bench, but uh, not to the fault of Porzingis. He's just the odd man out on this one. Because I really do. If, if Porzingis was a sixer, I'd be saying I'd be probably drinking the Kool Aid too. Don't get me wrong. So, but we would have two seven footers with no knees. So, uh, go figure. <laughs> when he Pick plays, it's crazy. When when Porzingis plays, he is by far, and this is going to be crazy for me to say. I think he's our second best player. If when he plays and when he's healthy, he's the second best player yeah, on this team. He his all right his upside to me is to be the second best player. Like to me, Jalen Brown's ceiling is is not as tall as high as his. Tatum could be the best player. Brown's already at his ceiling, to be honest. (laughs) Oh, when he got that three hundred mil, he's like, yep, this is the best you'll get out of me, sir. So like, (laughs) but we got him. We we got him at a steal. So when we got him at a steal, and then the very next year he got that contract, he. Yeah. elevated way above that contract. So, I mean, he's due. So, I, I can't fault him for that or fault yeah. the organization for the situation. I like it. I like it. All right. You up, Vic? Uh, you know, uh, give me uh, Sabonis as my starter. Um, give me uh, – it's tough, right, because you can't just compare stats because Sangoon yeah. is, is probably, like, the – you know, the best, uh, you know, the, the focus of that Rockets offense and, and like, the anchor of their defense, right? Um, not including, you know, other than Fred. I don't know about the focus because they have Jalen Green and they have a lot of offensive talent. Yeah, yeah, Fred, I mean, they got Fred Van Fleet, but, I mean, like, he's the he's the playmaker, right? They're not asking, you know, he's the one that's, that I feel like initiates the offense. So, yeah, like a Sabonis. Yeah, same, yeah. Th- yeah. So those two guys, I feel like, if you look at stats, you're going to think I'm crazy. But... Oh, man. This is, t- this is a good one, KK. I'm going to go with Sabonis as my starter. Uh, I like what he brings defensively. Uh, and I'm going to say, damn the torpedoes. Give me Chris Daps, Porzingis, the unicorn, as uh, as my bench uh, big. And then I'll put Sangoon on the bench. Let me see like you do it for a few more seasons, young man. I like it. I, that's my guy, though. I love Sangoon. So yeah, yeah. Let me get you straight. I love all three of them. I think Sangoon's yeah, yeah. like good. Oh, yeah. Those are three. Those are three um, good, like, European players that play really good basketball. You know what I mean? So, all right, yeah. Those are, yeah, so, yeah, definitely on that one. All right, let's move on. Let's move on. We have our next star bench cut, all-star stuff edition. Rudy Gobert, Jared Allen, Miles Turner. So, you know, defensive-minded type of players that have, you know, some have a little bit more offensive game than the others. So, A-Rod, I want to start with you on this one. Start bench cut, Rudy, Jared Allen, Miles Turner. I feel like we talked about Miles Turner a couple of weeks ago with him just being so wishy-washy with trades and all that stuff. But, but yeah, I'm, I'm starting Miles Turner. Ooh. I'm going to bench Rudy Gobert, and I'm going to cut Jared Allen. Wow. Wow. Okay. That's okay. Sammy, did you hear, did you hear his star bench cut? Oh, he's, you know, whatever. Vic, we'll, we'll get to Sammy. Vic, what do you got on this one? Um, I'm going to... I'm going to start Rudy Gobert. Um, you know, 
He was a defensive player of the year for a reason. He's on one of the best teams in the West. Um, I, I'm going to bench Miles Turner because at least he gives me some kind of offense. Um, and I'm going to cut Jared Allen. Man, I am so different on all this shit. So, uh, and we'll get to you, Sammy. Don't worry. I'm starting Jared Allen. Like, to me, I, I get the same thing I'm getting from Gobert, but with a little bit more skill and talent. This is how I see it. So, I'm starting Jared Allen. I am benching Miles Turner because I do like the fact that he can shoot, he can block shots. He can, I mean, his every year, his blocks are over like two and a half or something like that. It's crazy. So, uh, yeah, and he can shoot the three. So, yeah, Miles Turner. And then I'm sending Ruben. I'm, I'm kicking Rudy Gobert <laughs> out the league. Ban, lifetime ban. He's not allowed to play another game in the National Basketball Association. And and he's getting extradited back to France. Uh, sayonara. Like, like Shine, going back to Belize. Sayonara, buddy. <laughs> What's up with the hate on Rudy Gobert? Can you just explain yeah, that? He hates Rudy Gobert. <laughs> What's his real, is his real name? Rudy? Rudy Yard or whatever it is. I can't stand that, man. I can't stand him. Because he talks, I mean, and he he said it the other day, like, uh, I don't mind being an all-star snub. Uh, I'm gonna be in the Hall of Fame. I'm sorry. If they put him in the Hall of Fame, they he could go to the France Hall of Fame. I'm the sorry. NBA Hall of Fame, everybody gets in. I don't give a damn. He could go to the France Hall of Fame. What the hell has he done? What did he do for Utah that was so that his defense was so great? It got him to a conference finals? No, a championship? No. He like He's blocked shots. He's seven foot five with a wingspan of an eight footer. So okay, cool. He blocked shots. But for, if your best defensive player, you have to take him out the game with under six minutes to go because he can't switch. He can't guard anybody on the perimeter. Like he becomes a liability, and he can't shoot. He can only get some putback dunks and tips. So what? Like what am I doing? Like to me, he's just tall. That's all he is. Like to me, Jared Allen is tall, but he uses his height. To jump high and get alleyoops, you know, to block shots at, at the height of the thing. Like to me, he just does a little bit more athletically, and he can switch onto different, you know, players on the court. And, and Miles Turner yeah. gives me both. He gives me both sides. So, oh, that yeah, that Miles Turner's on his team regardless. That's he's the he's you know he's the only guy he's the only one of these three that can step out and actually make a three. Uh, best free throw shooter among the three right now uh, as well. So I, I think Miles Turner. But the only thing is, I, I like Rudy Gobert's. Rebounding and um and block uh shot blocking ability more than Jared Allen's because Jared Allen and, and Rudy Gobert are basically like the same player. Um, One you know, is when, a little bit more athletic. Yeah, yeah, okay. I, I guess I'll give you that, but and that's what I like. Like yeah. you, I know I could get more out of you because you have a little bit more to give. You know what I mean? Like Gobert is a statue, <laughs> and if I was seven foot three with an eight foot wingspan, if all I had to do was stand by the basket for ball rebounds to to be caught very easily and shots to be blocked by just putting my hands up. I did the same thing too. But to me, he's not really altering the game like Anthony Davis, like a Jared Allen, like, you know, like a, like a women Yama, like they all Chet Holmgren, they alter the game with their height. That's just how I see it. So like Chet Holmgren go out into the perimeter and guard you. Rudy Gobert, right. not a chance. <laughs> that That's, is fair. That's very fair. Barbecue chicken. So, uh, but yeah, uh, what you got, Sammy? Yeah, I'm going. I, I hate all of these guys. Um, so I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna. <laughs> I'll be honest. To be honest, who do you um, like? <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna start Miles Turner for kind of the facts that you guys said. Like he can shoot, you know. And and obviously, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna bench 
And it was tough for me to choose between Miles Turner and Jared Allen just because age. I, I kind of wanted to lean towards Jared Allen because he's a little bit younger. Um, yeah. But Miles Turner's already proven he can shoot a little bit better than Jared Allen. So I'm, I'm especially in today's NBA, I'm I'm taking Miles Turner to start benching Jared Allen, and I'm cutting Gobert. Not for the fact that you guys are talking about because I think what he brings to your team is still absolutely like incredible. I mean, this plus minus is crazy. Like six point three for a center is pretty wild. Um, but I, I'm, I'm doing it simply for the fact that that boy's old as fuck, man. And I'm saying old as fuck, we all like over 30. That dude's 31, but you know, 31 in the NBA is very Damn, different than. Can I use your point to make my point? Hurt. <laughs> I, I really, I really don't like using plus minus as a stat because it's just it's when, especially when comparing players, because because it's it's like. I feel like, uh, of course, Rudy Gobert's plus minus is going to be better because his team's better, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, right, right. So that's why, like, I was. Getting, I, that's I was, why I looked I was, at it from a perspective of like, I feel like all of them are even. Like, like I wouldn't normally just only. Use oh, no, that's that, what I'm but, saying. Yeah. Well, Jared Allen, and Rudy Gobert, are, like, pretty. Yeah. I think they're the same player. The, the only the, I think they're all this. I, I think this was a really good three choices by KK. Like, two back to back, oh, back, man. I mean, oh, get rid of that De'Aaron Fox. I mean, those first two were a little right, sus, though, KK. I mean, yeah, fine. The first. Well, no, two. no, no, the Trey Young one. The Trey Young one was good too because I hated both of them hey, too. KK, so. who would you rather have, Jason Tatum, Tobias Harris, or LeBron James? <laughs> oh my God! Start bench, start bench cut. cut. That's basically well, what he does. LeBron James. That's what he does. I'm benching Jason Tatum. Yeah, so my first hair is I'm kicking him out the league too. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> he that's he go to the league. That's cool. All right, next one. Uh, this one I actually really like a lot because they're all very interesting players and in like and how they play. Uh, right now, today, Lori Markkinen. I know he's we're we're fans of him on this show. Victor Wembanyama at the age of frail age of what 19, uh, or Pascal Siakam who. Has made Indiana just like OJ Anunoby, like the Toronto lost some pieces, bro. They really fucked up when you really think about it. Like, how did they have this and they were that trash? But um, or Pascal Siakam. So we got Wemby, Siakam, and Lori. Go ahead, Iran. Why do I always gotta go first? Give one of them the, the green light here. Can I go? Go ahead. Okay, go. Go ahead, Sammy. Go ahead, Sammy. I just want to hear. I want to hear what they gotta say. All right, Vic. Go ahead. Oh, no. All right, Vic, you want me to go? I'll go. Right, Vic, um, let me go. Vic, let me go. Yeah, yeah. All right. <clears throat> All right. It's yeah. excited. <laughs> I am going to start Laurie Marketing. I am going I to bench Victor Wembenyama just because he's just young. Like, he's still young. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to I, – I, I love Pascal Siakam as a person. Like, I, I, I think he's, like, a good dude. Right, like he's humble, he like he's got that. Yeah, no, 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 no. She has Something a good heart, and 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 I know his stats show that he's a good player. I just don't like the way he plays basketball, and I know he proves everybody wrong. He's done such great, but I'm cutting Pascal Siakam from my team just because of my personal taste. You know what he is? He's a like poverty like version of what Giannis is because Giannis is ugly to watch back play basketball but it's effective shit like I watch him play I'm like bro what the fuck am I watching? But, but at least but at least like 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 Giannis looks tough like he, he looks the fuck Siakam <laughs> does it bro like Siakam is I mean, he's an immigrant bro like you know he, he they didn't got food like that he it's looks like an immigrant what part <laughs> no, but I like him as a person, and I think he's a genuinely yeah. good dude. So, 
I mean, Giannis is funny. You know, he's interactive. He's cool. Pascal, I don't even know how he sounds in real life. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard him speak. <laughs> I don't think I he have, probably so. sounds like how people think you sound when they saw you with that hat on. <laughs> hey, 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 come on, ask you. All right, all right. <laughs> I want to. I just want to go real quick because you said something. I love Lori Marketing to death, right? And that's why yeah. he's he's gonna be on my bench. Uh, I'm starting. I'm starting Wemby, dog. Not only am I gonna like he's already played. But look at Luka Doncic, what he's been doing in his career. All these kids that come from Europe that've been playing professional basketball, 15. Wemby ain't no rookie. Like, on if he, if he wasn't on a minutes restriction, I think his stats would be insane right now. He would be an all star like easily. But you know, you know how Popovich is. You know, he's you know, like he's really timid. If I have the choice of having a different coach with with Wemby, that dude is averaging 28, 14, and three blocks right now. I promise you, that kid is so talented, and he's being like. But we team, were we were promised a three point percentage better than thirty. And we're not getting I, that. So I got you. That, that can take time, though. That can that, take that's time. Fine that we me. said you that about Rondo. Else? We said that about Rondo. So no, no Rondo was always Rondo never shooter. showed he can shoot. We've seen where he be able to shoot. Look at Kawhi. Yeah, yeah. Once he figured it, yo. But oof, but the reason is that to yeah. take it like with Vic with with women Yama. You got to take the age, but you also got to take history, right? And again, he could be. Yeah. The unicorn we've been waiting for, right? We thought Porzingis was going to be it, but because his knees didn't hold up, and we're hoping Wembenyama's do eventually. You know but I want to see when those floodgates open up. Have you seen him stretch? His pregame stretches. His parents have I'm had him stretching since he was like three. And the reason why people get hurt that are that tall is because they don't stretch. That dude Wembenyama, oh he, he read, bro, The league is going to be easy for him once he's allowed to be him. Oh my God, the league's gonna be easy, bro. I'm telling you, that kid is so talented. And I love again, Lori Marketing is so such a good basketball player. Like he's so fun to watch. Uh, but Sayakum gotta go. You gotta go. Unfortunately, you know, my, my African brother gotta go. Uh Ara, you ready to go now? <laughs> okay. I'm starting Wemby. Let's go. I'm I am I am benching the starving African kid in Pascal Siakam. <laughs> And I am cutting Laurie Markkinen. I have been high on Laurie Markkinen for so damn long, and now he's just finally getting the recognition he deserves. So, oh, and he's on a shitty team. So, yeah, but like, why you gotta cut him? <laughs> he's still a dog. I'm, just, I'm gonna cut him. I'm gonna cut Laurie Markkinen, and it's not because I dislike him. I have been high on Laurie Markkinen since he was with the Bulls. I was like, they got something with this kid. And when they sent him to the Cavaliers, I was like, the Cavaliers got something with him. And I don't know why the Cavs shipped him out, and then they sent him to Utah, and, and now the Utah's like, yeah, we got something in this kid. So and I'm happy. Balling, but he was balling in all those places, too. He just was. Get the opportunity, yeah. He was shooting 40% from three as a fucking center, bro. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> I, don't want my I really don't want my center shooting threes, and there's something about a starving hey. African kid. Hey, man, bro, you're not, you're not a fan of the modern NBA, then. Yeah, uh, go ahead, Vic. Go ahead. Rebuttal him. Uh, so, <laughs> that means A-Rod no, should love Rudy I, Gobert. A Rod made some great points there. Um, no matter how wrong they were. Uh, <laughs> no, just kidding, A Rod. I love you. Uh, I, I um I, I missed it when you said if it was just for this season or for like career. Right so now, gonna, it's yeah, yeah, for this season. The year. Okay, yeah. So one, that, okay, so that, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. There's no doubt in my mind. I'm gonna take uh, the Finnish Fister Lowry Markkinen as my starter. Uh, the man, uh, like Sammy said, is shooting 40 percent. From three, and it's not like he's shooting three threes a game. This man attempts 
eight threes a game. Um, I think if he, was, if, if, he, if he was on a better team, if he was on a better team, he'd have more assists per game as well. His true shooting percentage is 65%. So, I mean, I also I love a big man that can make his free throws, shooting 88% from the line uh, is Lowry. So, uh, give me Markkinen uh, as my starter. And then as my bench player, of course, I'm going to take uh, the man out of France himself, Mr. Victor Wembanyama. Um, you know, as Sammy said, his three-point percentage isn't there yet. I definitely think it's going to be there. If you're going to ask me, take one of these players for the next five years, I, of course, take Wemby. You said this before, KK, about the defensive um, defensive switchability on him. He's, I mean, the guy can switch every, almost every position. It's incredible. But you guys are talking about unicorns, and nobody's really talking about Lowry as a, as a unicorn. This man still is a seven-footer that can yeah. shoot, dribble, and pass. Um right. Good point. And, and uh, you know, I honestly, I don't think Pascal Siakam even comes close to making this team. Uh, I think he, I'm cutting the shit out of him. Yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> he, listen, he's a fine player. Good for him. I, I, I think he, you know, I don't really like watching him play. He's kind of boring, but uh, just not the type of player for my team. All right. I like it. I like your take there. That was beautiful. All right. Um, we got next segment. We're going to keep it going. Who's real? Who's not? We're bringing that back. Um, we got three teams, three hot, three of the hottest teams in the NBA right now. Uh, we're going to start with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, now, just for uh, just to kind of set the table with Cleveland, I think they I think they were 15 and one in the last 16 games. Uh, mm-hmm. they, and a lot of those were without Garland and Mobley. Now Garland and Mobley are back. Um Jared Allen has been playing fine. Max Juice is uh, is back and kind of doing what he's supposed to do, which is to stand by the three-point line and not having to take on more responsibility. I, I like this Cleveland team. I really do like this Cleveland team. So to kind of just kick this one off, I want to say I want to say they're they're real. Only problem with them is that they're matchup. They're going to be matchup dependent because at the end of the day, what. If I if I had to pick, for example, between the Knicks and the and Cleveland, like last year, I pick I would I pick Cleveland. I thought Cleveland was a better basketball team, and now I look at it now, I'm like I don't know if I'd pick the Cleveland over the Knicks. As well as both of them are playing, and as well as Cleveland is playing, unless unless um, uh, what's that guard's name, Donovan Mitchell, unless Donovan Mitchell has like an out of body experience series like he did against it was against Jamal Murray in the, in the bubble, like he's averaging like 50 or something like that. Something just I don't know. Something just worries me because like you got two smaller guards as your as their your aggressors, and then you put like a Jalen Brunson who's a great defender. You put a Vincenzo who's a great defender. You put OG on any of them, great defenders. So to me, they can neutralize a lot of that because their threes are what Isaac Okoro, Max Struess. You just got to make sure you keep a hand in their face. You know what I mean? And then Jared Allen, you're not running your offense through him. Evan Mobley, good defensive player. So I don't know. It, they're they're real, but if they play a a bad matchup, it could be literally like curtains in five games. Like that's just how I see it. So realish, realish. Uh, what you got, Vic? Um, so uh, we're starting up with the Cleveland Cleveland Cavaliers, right? Correct. All right. So uh, I absolutely think that they're real. Uh, they're the number one team in the NBA uh, with net rating um, in the last ten games. Uh, they're above the Knicks, Clippers, and the Celtics. Right. Uh, they are uh, among the league leaders in uh, team free throw percentage, I believe. 
Uh, nope, that's the wrong way. Never mind. They're one of the worst teams in the NBA for each representative. But still, I like their size. They have about five guys that are seven foot on that team. And yeah. uh, and uh, they have a player that can go off, get hot, and score you 50 points in Donovan Mitchell. Right. Um, so that's the big thing is do they have does, do they have that guy that can bring now do I think that these guys are contenders for the title no but I think that they are definitely a playoff team and uh definitely a team that can make a playoff run uh, do you think all right do you think a conference finals appearance against you know for I mean let's assume the Celtics right do you think a conference finals appearance would be uh that's something that's sustainable for them meaning Milwaukee Philly Miami you know, New York, Indiana, like, you think it's sustainable or it's possible? I, mean? I don't know if they're there yet. Um, beating, like, the Milwaukee or, well, I guess, you know, my, Milwaukee can lose to anybody. They fucking suck. <laughs> uh, but, but uh, you know, the Sixers, I don't know. I, I just don't see them beating either of those teams in a seven-game series. Yeah. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did. I guess I would be. Yeah, so no, I don't think they're conference title, but I think they can definitely make it out of a first round game. Okay, all right. Now, A Rod, I want to trip it, trip it. Moves on to you, but with a caveat, really quickly. Um, do you think, because uh, we're talking about Donovan Mitchell can go out and get you 50 in a seven game series, he gets you 50 any night. Do you think the head of your snake in, uh, in uh, Jalen Brunson, do you think he has that kind of capability where Yo, in a seven pause. game series, he'd go out there pause. and score 50? Yeah. Anyway, you think he just go out there and score his fit? Like, remember Dwayne Wade gave three through six against Dallas uh, back in those six. He got you 45 every night. So you think Jalen Brunson can do that in a seven-game series? Right now. I, yeah, I think I think Jalen Brunson could do that. I think he has the most 40-point games in the NBA right now. I, I said seven-game series where you're playing the same team over and over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think, I think he's, he's capable of doing that. I think him or Julius Randle are capable of doing that. I'm not scared in any way with them. Okay. And the Donovan Mitchell scores 50 points. We'll still beat him. You know, we'll give him his pat on the back like D Book or Cat uh, Carl Anthony Towns. <laughs> so are so, they real? Or are they full games? I think I think with the what what they've done on in their last <clears throat> 16 games going 15 and one, yeah, I think they're real. Okay. Hell yeah. And and with Garland coming back, with Mobley coming back, that makes it uh more complete. Now, you know, looking at kind of like last year, what I told you. When they matched up against the Knicks, I said our bench is deeper. I yeah. still think they're now that I think their bench is better than ours, but our bench has definitely been playing out. So I got to give our bench props. So I got to see what well, we. You have. know, Tibbs, that bench gonna be gonna be two or three people coming off that bench during the playoffs. He's, he's already playing playoff basketball. The other night, <laughs> he's not playing. The bench, had, the bench had a total combined of I think thirty minutes. I think each player <laughs> played thirty uh, uh, ten minutes each. So That's wild, bro. guys off the bench, yeah. So. Yeah, I and, and it's already showing, you know, uh, Julius is hurt. I mean, we're getting a uh, uh, Mitchell back. Uh, uh, Jalen Brunson tweaked his ankle already, too. So it was yeah, double, yeah. like 30, 30 plays the other yeah, day. I got to slow down on D. Vincenzo because I picked him up with fantasy. He's been, he been balling, but yeah, I don't want him to get hurt. Bro. <laughs> he's been doing good. Um, no, I, I think they're real. I think the oh. Cavs are real. Sammy. Fuck no, man. I don't think they're real, bro. Like, I, I think yeah, they're yeah, like a decent, like, like they're better than, you know, the trash teams, of course. But first of all, I think Donovan Mitchell is James Harden soft. Like, I think he Whoa. is James Harden soft. Like, I think when it comes to the playoffs, he's going to drop you 50 and then go quiet. Like, once a team realizes that you're going to go, because when it's play, we've seen it when it's playoff time. 
A guy's not going to go off for 52 games in a row. Rarely does that yeah. happen, right? Especially against good teams like, I hate to say it, I'm going to say, I'm still going to say Milwaukee, although anybody can beat them now. Um, I look at the Knicks, man. They grind, bro. I mean, the Celtics, they're not even fucking close, to be honest. Yeah, yeah they fucking cook us in the regular season, but what do they do in the playoffs? Absolutely fucking nothing. Um, and then if you look at their turnover percentage, I mean, and you look at their turnover percentage plus how many possessions they have per game, what's the name of the game when it comes to the playoffs? You want more possessions, right? Because you want more right. chances for threes. That's the modern NBA. Yeah, in net rating, they're like one of the better teams, but they're only, they only have like 4,700 total possessions as opposed to the best teams in the league that have 5,000 or 4,800 plus. Like that's 100 plus possessions over everybody. And you know what I'm saying? You know, maybe that could account for, okay, they haven't played the same amount of games. Hold on, let me look at it real quick. They are. They have one of the best assisted turnover ratios in the, in the league in the last just, 10 games, though. In the last 10. In the last 10. Okay, in the last 10. Okay, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, just overall, say, they, don't, every, they don't scare me. Every negative thing that you said about them, you found a positive to, like, maybe this, though. Maybe this, though. So deep down in your heart, I think you think they're real because you, everything that you find wrong with them, you. No, you I, attack, I, I you, said all I said, said was maybe said, it's because it of the amount of games. The, but yeah. they have the same amount of games as everybody on the stat list. So, they, but they you also said like games. even though they have a better this, but, but they just got bad. these guys. They just got these guys back that are, that yeah. are getting back into the fold. That that that's what really sold me and, on. And, and I, 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 think, I totally get what you're saying. I I think though what probably could they could benefit from is the fact that I think Miami's regressing again. Playoffs could happen and things happen, whatever, whatever. But it's just they don't look like the same. I love Hamehakis, right? He's injured currently, but they don't. You know who knows, right? But I mean, if you're if you're talking about battle tested, if you're talking about guys that step up in the playoffs, I'm looking at like a Tibbs led basketball team that we've seen. Um, I'm talking about you know even the Boston Celtics just with their depth and if Porzingis is healthy. I mean, I'm talking about the Miami Heat because who knows what the fuck happens. If they end up in a playoff with the Miami Heat, you know what I mean? Are you going to bet against them? Yeah. Do you think that they are I, – I think that they are top five. And that's what that that's what this means to me. It's like if I think they're real, that means that I think that they're a top five team, which I do. I think they're better than the Pacers, better than the Magic, better than the Heat. We're talking about top five? Is that, is that what you said, KK, top five? Right. Well, that's, what, that's the way I, I – that's the criteria about, I use. I don't know how you're talking about it. top four. Like I was like, okay, final I, four. I, I will say this. I would probably put them ahead to the Sixers uh, because we're talking about health that I can't trust. You, we, I mean, there's no way I could put all my like all my chips. A Rod, here, here he goes. A Rod, here he goes. Here he goes. Oh, the Sixers. Listen, Sandbag. I'm gonna keep it a buck. Yeah, like, I'm gonna keep it a buck. Like we won in six or I'm seven. Still in the more, last shut up, man. I'm like, I'm still as a Celtics fan, and we're the number one team. I'm still more afraid of the Sixers than anybody fucking else. But, hell, <laughs> no, let me ask you guys a question. Would this Cleveland Cavaliers team be better with Lowry Markkinen instead of uh, Donovan Mitchell on it? Oh, shit. Ooh. That was a trade. That was a trade. That's a very good question. Oh, my God. I think so. I think so. Oh. They, they made the play. It was Lowry Markkinen and Sexton, right? Yeah. They have Sexton back. They I have Sexland. They have Sexland. They would they would be starting three seven footers. That's a roster, bro. One that, that can dribble see, and shoot. Now, yeah, you know what? I want to say yes. That would be with him. Is, oh my God! Yeah, that's exactly I, what. They I need. just don't, I just don't know what defensively Lowry can do against like a three. But I yeah. but then I'm thinking it doesn't really matter because you have Jared Allen defending the the rim. Exactly. So and Evan Mobley, both yeah. very good defenders. Wow, what a great point. And it could literally be like that right now. 
Yeah, they fucked up, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> they made a New York Knicks move where they just go get the superstar. Yeah. Not realizing, like, the Clippers getting with Paul George uh, and giving up Shea. Like, they didn't see what was coming with that. So, nah. But, so uh, I'm taking this. If, if you're talking about real, I'm talking about four, right? Final four. That's why I think yeah. of final four. Okay. So I'm still right. taking Celtics. I'm still taking the Bucks. I, as much as that kills me to do it, I'm still taking the Sixers, and I'm still taking the Knicks. And I would even put the Heat there too. I was gonna say not I'm because Miami. only because still, only because still. we lost a lot of money, right? Previous because they've just proven <laughs> that they can be there, but not currently. But yes, you still have to consider the Heat going on a run, or if they make a trade, I think they're one of the teams that need to make a trade at the deadline. The only thing yeah. that worries me with the Knicks is 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 Tips, and I know Tips is a great coach, but he really he really runs these guys down. Yeah. Yeah. I told he's not learned that many lesson. years ago. After all these years, <laughs> he has not learned his lesson, which is really yeah. wild to me. Like. You've when, had when, St. Paul, uh, Chicago, uh, Minnesota, now here. Like you see it every year. Your players and, break down by March. Like what thing, Sammy, Sammy texted me. I think like four years ago, or five years ago, when RJ yeah. Barrett got drafted, he's like, "Whoa, he paid forty-two <laughs> minutes." I was like, "Shit!" <laughs> Insane. I told him he was leading the league in minutes played. He was like a rookie. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely insane. That's that seventies basketball. He's like, "Yo, shit, <laughs> we gonna play you." <laughs> That's crazy. And they played 82 games back then. Damn. Anyway, all right. Uh, now, we got the East. We pretty much got the East taken care of. Let's go to the West. Uh, we got Clippers and we got Phoenix, right? Uh, both are very hot right now. Sammy, you were you were on one. Flowers, roses, you know, all of that. So, I'm going to give you both in mind with the Clippers and Phoenix, and then I'll, I'll pass the floor to whoever wants it. The Clippers, unfortunately, have become my new favorite to win the West. Um even over the Nuggets. Um, now, obviously, Jokic can do whatever he wants against anybody, but the depth of the Clippers right now is for real. I mean, it's crazy how Russell Westbrook was playing across the hallway with one team that didn't know how to figure out to what his role could be, and he's embracing this role for the lesser of the two teams. Like, he's overly embracing the role. So that little 180 right there has been there. I mean, to me, that's that was sealed it for me because I had I was a little nervous about how Harden and, and, and uh, Russ were going to be used, but when I thought about it, I'm like, yo, they played together like ten years ago. Like it's not like they don't know each other. Like they have a relationship that they've had for a while, so it's a little easier for me to say. Uh, for example, Austin Reeves is getting minutes over me. I'm gonna be pissed. Oh, my boy, uh, Harden is getting minutes over me. Okay, that okay, I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? Because like it's a, it's an easier sacrifice. Um, Kawhi Leonard looks like 2018 again or 2019. Uh, he's he he's back. <laughs> like he's not been missing games. Uh, it looks like load management worked or didn't work or now it's I don't know whatever. But he looks like he's he's ready to go. And Paul George he is a little banged up. Now that, that's what would scare me a little bit with that. But I think the Clippers are the favorite in the West. And in Phoenix, it's I I can never the way that these teams have been built around Kevin Durant before and after Golden State. I can never trust them. Like, to me, they have just enough to score a lot of points. But when you had to make that key stop in the fourth quarter uh, to stop Jokic from going for 50 or stop, uh, I mean, anybody in the West from going for 50, to me, they don't have the ability. To me, you know, they're going to they're so, they're be so dependent on mid-range jump shots. And if they're not falling, if they're not falling, it's going to be a rough game because I mean, that's, that's what they master in. So it's a little... Oh, that's no, such I, a great point, KK, and I, I just want to piggyback on, on what you said because I, I wanted to bring this up on why I don't believe 
the Los Angeles Clippers are for real. Okay. Um, and it, and it and it goes down to their defensive rating. They're one of the they're in the middle of the pack when it comes to defensive rating, offensive rating, and this is for the season, by the way. Offensive rating, they're the tits. They're top three. They're doing great. But in terms of rebounding percentage, uh, they're in the middle of the pack. Turnover percentage, middle of the pack. Uh, net rating is high only because their offensive rating is so uh, is so high. So, um, I I don't. I don't love this team, and the and the age scares me. They're an old team, yeah. And 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 they, I, I just, I just don't feel like defensively where it matters. And they're fifteenth in blocks and steals. There, uh, they're yeah, Los Angeles Clippers. They how are similar, top five in steals, but turnovers. How similar do you think this is with? Uh, remember the Lakers 14 with Gary Payton, Carl Malone. Kobe and Shaq uh, losing to the complete team, Detroit, right? Do you think yeah. it's like a similar situation? Because, I mean, at that point, you have 39-year-old uh, Carl Malone, you got 38-year-old Gary Payton, you have Shaq, who couldn't stay healthy all year, and you have Kobe, right? So yeah. do you think this is very similar to that? And no, because they're, 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 these guys are younger and still. And and, and they're yeah. three point, the thing with them is their three-point percentage is so damn high. They're shooting th- uh, 39.9% from three as a team for the season. Yeah. That's almost that's 40% from three for a season. Yeah. Um, I, I just want to see what the leader was last year because that's so insanely high. Yeah, when I watch Norman Powell, he just never miss, like he never misses a three if I ever watch the TV. <laughs> but, but, but Vic, can you pick yeah. four teams that you think would be better than them in the West? In the what? In the West? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The uh, definitely the Nuggets. Okay. Uh, uh, oh fuck. So, because <laughs> they're all they got what three teams tied for for second or third, right? Like they're all like thirty nine. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're all they're all tied for first. First. Uh, uh, Oklahoma City. I just. I, Oklahoma City, maybe? I don't trust them. You can't them, see that though. with confidence, though, right? No, right. I can't. You're right. Sammy, you're right, man. I, I don't right. see a team. The thing that scares me with them is their defense and their age. But right. I just don't see how any of these other teams in the West are, are going to be better than them other than Denver and maybe yeah. Minnesota. Uh, I don't even know about Minnesota. I mean, yeah, still, I'll be honest. Same. Yeah. yeah. Like, if I have to rely on Carl Anthony Towns, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, we don't have I mean, <laughs> if, so they're if, for real, if, if the so Lakers they're figure they're it out and make a trade. We're, we're, all right, we'll get. Hey, Rob, go ahead. What, what, do you, what do you? What's your? What's your West? Oh wait, well, wait, Vic. How about Phoenix though? Like, what do you think about Phoenix? Uh, you know that they're they're definitely not good. <laughs> okay, I like that. That's easy enough for me. Go yeah. ahead, Rob. <laughs> uh, I I think the Clippers. I think they're real. Uh, when when Sammy said what he said, he was onto something, and I'll I'll give him his flowers there. Um, I I think. It's it's more of Russ identifying who he is now in his career, and I think that's the biggest takeaway from all of this. Um, because if it came down to Harden and Russ clashing on the court, then this wasn't going to work. Yeah. And I don't I think they're mature enough because, like you said, they played together. They know um, the way that each other's game is because they both played on the same teams together. Um, yeah. That they one could say all right this is the role i'm going to take and it had to be russ because we've seen russ you know kind of take that dip or you know i personally think the nba has got like a vendetta against him but that's another story for another time 
Do you, um, you don't think he just ran out? I mean, he's been going at 100 miles per hour since yeah, he, uh, it's college. So you don't he, think he just ran out of gas at some point? I just, I just, I do. I just also think that, like, the NBA just sees these flashy young kids and they're like, oh, damn, this is a newer Russ. We can we can play with this now. So it, it's what it is. Let's not let's not let's not get onto that. Uh, I I like where they're going. Um, I I can only see one or two teams out west that are that are better than them. Uh, and as far as Phoenix, Kevin, like they're pretenders, man. I'm sorry, they're they're pretenders to me. Uh, I, I don't I don't see it. The Bradley Beal thing obviously isn't working. Uh, maybe it's because it's looking better though. It's looking better, but I just I don't think they have a bench. I don't think that it's going to hold up. Um, I think KD at the point that he's not liking something, he's quick to bolt. Um, KD just wants to hoop. We all know that KD wants to hoop, and and I think there's a thing going on there. And and I pay attention to it. Whose team is it really? Is it is it books or is it Kevin Durant's? Because I'm no. sorry, like I've got I I. I'm starting to have a vendetta against Devin Booker, and I think it's because he thinks he's hot shit because he's put up two 70-point games. Congrats. Yo, A-Rod, I want to let everybody know right now, when A-Rod says pay attention to something, pay attention to something. Because like he, I was, I didn't even think about it until as soon as he says pay attention to something, I knew exactly what he was going to say. I was like, yep. A-Rod. He's already right. <laughs> Whose team is it? Like, we know we know Kevin Durant wants to just ball. Okay, we can yeah, even say can I ask you we this? can easily say it's it's D Book's team, but I'm telling you, I think he's like feeling a little certain way about something. And Kevin Durant doesn't like the young players. He just wants to hoop. He wants to play with guys that are like minded like him. And Devin Booker just wants to shoot out the gym. So I'm I'm not sold on on Phoenix. And also Frank Vogel's the head coach. He's just a a fucking puppet. So uh, NBA champion Frank Vogels. Don't don't forget that. And real quick, Sammy, and I, to I had a question. I had a question. I had a question for. But real quick, I just want to say, uh, this is something funny. Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard as teammates would have been hilarious. Like to me, that would be the the most interesting duo ever. But go, go ahead, Sammy. Hey, Rod. Now I'm giving you your flowers because you're pointing it out, and I'm so happy you are. Now I don't know who somebody bashed me for it, but I remember saying. When DeAndre Ayton was talking about the Devin Booker situation, oh, I was DeAndre, like, we have Fox. like no. I'm just saying though, like, like I, I, I'm not saying like he's the greatest player, but there was some smoke there, and everybody bashed like, oh, you're just a salty bitch, like partially, yeah, partially. Who the fuck but, said that? No, <laughs> but there, there was Bad something dog. there with with the Devin Booker thing. And I think, like no, you're I saying think, perfectly, like there is something there now. We alluded that a long time ago on the podcast because we said that DeAndre Ayton wanted it to be his team, and then no, he just wanted he wanted more say. Like he just felt he that, wanted respect. Yes, honestly. Exactly. he wanted respect. Exactly. He was a number one draft pick. They drafted yeah. him. You know what I mean? <laughs> but Bro, just, if, if, Eric, if Eric Gordon's still getting thirty minutes on your team, like, <laughs> he's still stuck on the Clippers. <laughs> no, I'm on the Suns, bro. Eric oh, Gordon Suns. is a yeah, oh shit! Oh, I've been forgot. watching. Yeah, he is a son. Yeah, I've been watching Damn. a lot of, a lot of late night basketball games, and when I watch the way that they play, like I, I, there's just something in body language that doesn't that doesn't seem right there. Right. They I'm gutted so their team for Bradley Beal. Yeah. Stupidly. Yeah, that too. But yeah, Sammy, 
you got anything to add to that? Because you, you're, you're, you're on a roll right there. I know you, you're, you're thinking right. You're thinking I, got, right. I, I got nothing to add other than, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm so happy that you guys are giving me my flowers on the Clippers. I didn't pick them to win the whole thing, but I said, you know, they're, they're, there's something there. And I the only reason why I alluded to it, and, I, and this is the only part that I want to make, was I think we, as NBA fans, and I think the players, because a lot of them were sitting, was were yeah. watching what Russell Westbrook was doing to with the Clippers in the playoffs, and we're like, damn, that's what yeah. it means to give a shit. He whooped the ass. <laughs> that's what it means to give a shit. And I think he, number one, is embracing his role as that guy to be the energy, the spark off the bench. But then everybody else is like, that dude pretty much killed himself for this team last year. Yeah. We got to all step up. So that's my part on that. I'm happy it's working out. I, I think they're for real. I, I don't I, yeah. I, I don't think they're a championship team, right? Like I still went with the Nuggets, but um, I think you don't think real. so. No, no, I, I, I don't think. I, I can hope see. So. Honestly, I hope so. I, at this point, I'm like, damn, they really got it together. And Ty Lue is proven. I know. You know? I, I hope so. Like I hope these guys they have the right veteran talent around, right? The the the, the roster construction is there. Um, yeah. But I, I mean, yo, <laughs> Joker's nice, bro. <laughs> but. <laughs> The Phoenix Suns, bro. I watch. I've been watching a lot of West Coast basketball because, like, sometimes I'll stay up, watch a lot of you know 10 p.m. games and stuff. And when I, when I see who the Suns have to put off the bench, bro, <laughs> or they have to put, I'm like, like I saw what's his name Watanabe like on the bench. I'm like, yeah. that man is still. In the like, I love that guy. He's a cool. He's he's a cool dude. But what about Bobo? I'm like, yeah, bro. <laughs> Give right? him a I saw that the other day. I'm like. Bobo, yeah, I saw playing against Milwaukee. I was like, yo, Bobo, what? <laughs> I just, I, it's, it, to go the distance, I just don't see it. And I think yeah, A-Rod's right. K, KD yeah. is going to bolt because I heard uh, Bill Simmons talking about it too, that there was, we're already hearing small little things. And you know with KD, that's how it always starts. Small little things. And then he's like, oh, no, I just want to ball. It's nothing. Nah, people, we know. We're not dumb. Yeah, yeah. If A-Rod said watch it, we watching it. Pause. All right. We go. We go. We gonna wrap it up with some quick things, some quick hitters here before we go to our naysayers. Uh, who? Uh, actually, I'm gonna do it this way. Um, yeah, just real quick, just one word answers. Who would you rather be right now? Forget about the past. Whatever. Who would you rather be right this second? Uh, a Rod, Doc Rivers, or Nick Nurse? Uh, Doc Rivers. Steve Kerr or Darvin Ham? Steve Kerr. Chris Finch, Minnesota head coach, or Mark. Dagonot, OKC head coach. Uh, the guy with the cooler last name. Quick, <laughs> <laughs> go. Doc Rivers uh, or Nick Nurse? Uh, I, uh, uh, Nick Nurse. Uh, Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr or Darvin Ham? Steve Kerr? All right. Chris uh, Finch or Mark Dagonot? Mark Dagonot. Sammy, who would you rather be right now, Doc Rivers or Nick Nurse? Nick Nurse. Steve Kerr. Ooh. Of course you would say that. Steve Kerr or Darvin Ham? <laughs> Steve Kerr. And Chris Finch or Mark Dignac-Nac. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's pronounced, and I speak French, Mark Dano, but... Dano. Yeah. Dano. No fucking way. Yeah. Hold on, now I got to tell you that. Oh, yeah, Dano. who you got? You got, got Dano? Yeah. Uh-huh, croissant. All right, I went, I went uh, uh, Nick Nurse, <laughs> uh, Steve Kerr, instead of Coach Pocket, and... Uh, uh, give me Finch. Give me Finch. I got a 22-year-old uh, Anthony Edwards. I like I like that. <laughs> My superstar is 22. Yours is 25. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, before we get to our naysayers, uh, trade deadline is happening. So, 
uh, or it's happening as we speak. So there's been some little trades here. Xavier Tillman to Boston. You guys like it? Yes, I love it. Sure. I love it. <laughs> I really do love it. Um, and then Minnesota getting Monte Morris. Uh, are the Knicks doing anything, A-Rod? Have you seen any beat writers saying anything? Yeah, it's the same guys I keep saying, but now Utah's trying to get Bruce Brown now. So the asking price for every good player right now, every so- oh solid player right now is high. It's just the market is like we said you know, that the last week. We said that last week. Yeah, everybody got to keep tuning in. Yeah, so exactly, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't have anything for the Sixers. You know, the season's over. So, uh, but I want to let my naysayers know something real quick. All right, the University of South Florida Bulls. The University of South Florida Bulls, Braham Bulls. We number one in the AAC against a team against a FAU team who was in the championship game last year. We number one in the AAC. We got this is yo Sharif Hadoura, Raheem's brother, had and and uh, and then Chris Finch uh, over at, uh, not Chris Finch, uh, the coach for uh, the coach for the uh, the football team. What's his name? Golish. Alex Golish and and uh, Abdul Rahim, the the athletic director, he did his fucking job. Oh, she who was it? He or she? They did their fucking job this year to get that basketball coach and that football coach at the same time. Flowers, roses. So let my naysayers know. Uh, let get the word out. We be on top. We back on top. All right, get the word out. We back on top. Go Bulls. Uh, whoever can take it next, because I'm, I'm dropping my dropping the mic that, that vaunted american athletic conference known for their basketball teams hey, be sure everybody be sure to tune in this weekend to watch the african cup final and the asian cup final is going to be absolutely bananas that's all i gotta say about that hey rod uh i told y'all last week i sold one home um well, guess what? I have two homes under contract no, now. Hey, and I got them on the first time too. First wow. offer submitted, accepted. So what, what first, was your what was your motto? Uh Rodriguez Realty. I'll put you in your place. Put you in your damn place. And let's wrap up, wrap us up, Vic. I know you always got something funny to say. No, no, not today. Not today. Just just uh just uh keep an eye on Jared Rayna and nodding for us this 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 Sunday. All right, all right. Hey, Rod, where can they find us? Uh, you can find us on Twitter at fair underscore weather pod. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Search the Fair Weather Podcast. Uh, and where you subs- uh, subscribe or listen to podcasts, you can catch that's the TikTok. Episode. That's Sammy's thing. That's <laughs> incoming, incoming, incoming. I got, I got a trip this weekend, so I'm gonna bring my laptop. I'm gonna be working. So I don't that's even know cool. how to fucking do TikTok. We do it, so guys. You take your, we're, you take your time. Hey, we gonna post our pics too. I want people to see our locks and shit. So we gonna get y'all going, all right? That's all I got. That's all my words of wisdom. Bye.